glory, 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 glory. Welcome, welcome, welcome to day three of Movers and Shakers 2021. So let's look at the subject right now on how to stand out in life by divine wisdom. How to stand out in life by divine wisdom, by divine wisdom. One of the things that divine wisdom releases onto us are divine ideas. Divine ideas, divine ideas. Jacob left his home um, having deceived his brother Esau. And the Bible says he ended up in the house of Laban, his, who became his father-in-law. He was actually his uncle. Ended up in Laban's house and started working for Laban. And the Bible says for some strange reason, Laban, his father-in-law, changed his salary. That is the salary of Laban ten times backward. He was working for Laban, but his salary was changed ten times backward. And this, I believe, sometimes is the story of many of us where we are not being paid for what we are really worth. We are working very hard for people, but they are not necessarily paying us what they should pay us. And the Bible says that Jacob, on one particular day, when he had given up and thinking of return, and with the, with the confirmation of the Spirit of God that he can go back, the Bible says God gave him one divine idea. I believe my twin brother was teaching us on the steps of the steps on the ladder to the top. And I believe he mentioned information, he mentioned incubation. He was going to deal with the subject of ideas and then we move on to invention. Now ideas and divine wisdom can change your life and make you more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror. So we're going to look at the subject, how to stand out in life by divine wisdom, by divine ideas to get to the top. One divine idea that God gave Jacob caused his boss Laban to testify that I've learned that God has prospered me because of you. One divine idea can change your life forever. One divine idea. My twin brother, the other day was with us, the other day was teaching us on ideas and teaching us on our poverty exit plan. One of the things he mentioned to us was don't just stick to your gifts. Don't just stick to your gifts. Develop your gifts. First of all, you must discover your gifts because it's your gift that make room for you and bring you before great men. Your discovered gifts, write those three Ds down. Discovered gifts, develop gifts, and deploy gifts. What got my twin brother where he is right now, what got us where we are right now, and what got many successful people across the globe where they are right now was the discovery of their gift because a man's gifts make room for him and brings him before great men. It's a man's developed gifts that he deploys to add value to people that makes room for him and brings him before great men. That is what makes you more than a conqueror. Yesterday I was teaching you on engaging divine wisdom to become mysteriously successful. Engaging divine wisdom to become mysteriously successful. Jacob put those animals that were there because his father-in-law had cheated him several times. Any profit that he made from the sheep that he was taking care of, the father-in-law found a way to take that what we call the laban spirit. The laban spirit where you are not being paid for what you are really worth. But today by divine wisdom and divine ideas, 
I see God catapult you to where you ought to be in the precious name of Jesus. I was, I was a coffee broke man going somewhere to happen until I discovered the gifts that God had given me. Listen to me. Second Kings chapter four, the Bible talks about this widow that came to Elisha, the man of God and said, they are about to collect my children and take them as collateral because my husband died out of debt. And the man of God looked at the woman and said, what do you have in your house? I came to assure somebody in conjunction with the anointing on my twin brother that your wealth is inside you. We came on this platform in these four days to empower you to know that your wealth is inside you. Your wealth creating tool is your discovered gift, your deployed, your developed gift and your deployed gift. Glory to God. Your wealth is inside your discovered gifts, your developed gifts, and your developed gifts and deployed gifts. Stop looking outside. Don't look outside for what you're supposed to become. Everything you need is inside you. We need to break the Laban spirit by divine wisdom and by divine ideas. Laban cheated this gentleman called Jacob for many, many years. First of all, <laughs> Jacob had to work seven years to marry, to get uh, uh, Rachel. And unfortunately, Laban gave him Leah instead. And that to work seven more years to get the woman whom she, whom he really loved. And then work six more for 14 years for two women, 20 years in one place. And nothing was changing financially in this particular man's life but one divine idea one divine idea and i believe that on this platform that one divine idea is being downloaded to your life right now based on your expectation and your hunger and your test in the name of jesus one divine idea that god gave jacob Caused him to become richer than his employer. Can you imagine an employee becoming richer than his employer to the extent that the employer was not ashamed? He had to come and testify that God has blessed me because of you. God has prospered me because of you. I came to ensure that somebody here will stop looking outside for their breakthrough. Stop looking outside for your prosperity. That divine idea, that divine wisdom is on your inside. That gifting is on your inside. That world creating tool is inside you. You need to trigger it by divine wisdom. All great people who have become great it was by divine wisdom, by wisdom and divine ideas. You can name the Elon Musk. You can name the Richard Branson. You can name the Bill Gates. You can name the Steve Jobs. You can name the Pastor Matthews. You can name the David Oyedepos. You can name the Bishop Akoto Bamfus. You can name my twin brother, Bishop Gideon. You can name the Hutton Woods. Ladies and gentlemen, divine wisdom, divine wisdom, divine wisdom, divine ideas is the key. How to be stand out in life is by your discovery of your purpose, a discovery of yourself, a discovery of your giftings, a discovery of your strengths, a discovery of opportunities. I want you to write these things down. Very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. Number one, how to stand out in life. The first thing I would like to say as we begin is that no matter where you are in your life right now, 
No matter whatever test, whatever challenge you are going through, ladies and gentlemen, in this Movers and Shakers conference, you are changing levels in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The wisdom that is being downloaded by my twin brother and I, anointed by God to release what is working in our lives, to manifest in your life, I'm telling you, it will change your life in the name of Jesus. Stop looking outside and look inside. Everything that you're supposed to become, well, you will become it by divine wisdom. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I want somebody to put in that comment box, My joy is coming in the morning. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, how do I stand out in life after knowing your call? Knowing your purpose, write this thing down. Know your call. Know what God has called you to do. Know what God has called you to do. I want to stand out in life. How do I stand out in life? Know what God has called you to do. You have not been called to do everything. Know what God has called you to do. Know your purpose. Take full responsibility for your life. Take full responsibility for your life. So, first thing on the list for you to become everything that God has called you to be is to change and upgrade your mentality. Please write that down. Change and upgrade your mentality daily. It said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You heard my twin brother say, everything has got to do with mentality. Knowledge comes, you come to a place where your knowledge that you have, the information that you have, the revelation that you have, you become a dictionary. You become a dictionary. You cannot become what you have not put inside your mind. You cannot become what you have not put inside your mind. So in order for you to become everything that God has called you to be and to stand out in your field, to generate divine wisdom, generate divine ideas, Paul speaking in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And look at verse 2, and be not conformed to this world. There's a way the world thinks. The world probably thinks when it sees challenges, it talks about failure, it talks about defeat, it talks about giving up, it talks about weariness, it talks about worry, it talks about anxiety. Paul said, be not conformed to the way the world thinks, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable in a perfect will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, for you to become everything God has called you to be, number one, change and upgrade your mentality. And change is not change until you have changed. Nobody can change anybody. No matter how many times pastors try, there's no way they can change their congregation. It's the word of God that they hear, that they practice, that changes them. You are ultimately, this is worth repeating. My twin brother will repeat it. I will repeat it. Men of God will repeat it. Successful people will repeat it. You are ultimately responsible for the outcome of your destiny. Everything has to do with mentality, mentality, mentality. Listen, you change in your mind before you change in your body. You change in your mind before you change your circumstances. Your mentality must change. Why? First Proverbs 23 verse 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. My twin brother was squatting in an uncompleted building. 
But what changed mentality? What changed his life? Mentality. What brought him where is mentality? Mentality. He began to renew his mind. He began to declare, I can make it. He borrowed, was it 500 Ghana city or so from his sister or so to start to buy a, a typewriter to start his first course. Everything has to do with mentality. My, the 42 books that God has enabled me to write, which is educating and empowering thousands across the nations, was by us changing our mentality. Change is not change until you change. And like we heard from my twin brother on Friday, what changes you is the word of God. What changes you is the word of God. That's why he said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night and observe to do. Not observe just to read the Bible, but observe to do what you read. And it says, you shall make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. It's the word of God that changes. The word of God changes. Change your mentality. Change your mindset. I, I can't think poverty, so I can't be poor. I mean, I just can't think it. Can't think it. Can't think it. it just, I know too much to think poverty. I know too much to think and believe poverty. I took poverty to court years ago and divorced it. <sighs> I took poverty to court because... My mentality had been so enriched by the word of God on prosperity and success that I couldn't even think prosperity. I couldn't think poverty, not even in my dreams. And riches is not because of how much money you have in a bank account, but how much you can do for the kingdom and how much you can do for others. Oh, glory to God. Until you can do things for others, you are not yet blessed. Until you can do things for the kingdom of God, add value to people. I'm telling you, until then, you are not blessed. You are not prosperous. Until you become a distributor, a contributor, a value adder. That is how you stand out in life. That is how Joseph stood out in life. That is how Daniel stood out in life. That is how Paul stood out in life. That is how Jesus stood out in life. That's how David stood out in life. Don't get me started. Glory to God. Listen to me. This is not theory to my twin brother and I. This is not theory. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. It's mindset. Mindset. Like my twin brother would say, mindmatics. 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 You have mathematics. This is mindmatics. 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 Mindmatics makes you divorce poverty. And tell poverty when it comes knocking at your door. I know too much from the scriptures. I'm practicing the covenant. I'm a giver. I'm not just a tither. I'm a giver to missions. I'm a giver to the poor. I'm a giver to orphanages. I'm a giver to widows. I'm a giver to spiritual fathers. I'm a giver to parents. I'm a 365 seed sower. My God. I'm a sower on 17, 17 by 17 waters. I can never, it can never happen. I can never be poor when I'm being productive. My twin brother, Bishop Oyedepo, Bishop Akoto Bamfo, Pastor Odulele, Pastor Matthew, Mike Medoc, John Maxwell, and many more can never, 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 never be poor because of mindmatics. Mindmatics.
this mindmatics, write that down in capital. Mindmatics. If your mind changes, your bank account changes, your fruits changes, your results changes. Oh, I came across a scripture in the book of Proverbs, which I'm going to download tomorrow in our anniversary homecoming service. Glory to God. He says, oh, glory to God. He says, wisdom is justified by her children. Ah, it's become one of my favorite scriptures in addition to Proverbs 9, 12. Ladies and gentlemen, ah, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you are foolish, you are foolish for yourself. There's no need for you to be foolish. There's no need for you to be unwise when you have the scriptures. 3 John 2 says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. You are not poor because you have not you don't have money in your bank account. You are not suffering shortage or insufficiency because you don't have much in your bank account. We are suffering shortage, insufficiency, or lack of poverty because our mind is poor. Blind minds lead to blind pockets. Rich minds lead to rich pockets. Decorated minds lead to decorated pockets and bank accounts and homes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about the mind. 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 Mindmatics, mind shift, mindset. Write those three words down. Mindset, mind shift, mindmatics. Mindset, mind shift, mindmatics. Mindset, mind shift, mind market. Mindmatics. I think I need to add mind market to it as a new one. Glory to God. Mindmatics. Mindmatics. My ah, glory to God. If thou be wise, if you are studying, reading, getting informed, <laughs> the first ladder my twin brother mentioned on the ladder to the top. Information. 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 Now, I need to give you this. I think it's uh, uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 2. Mama B, please get that for me on the, we go, uh, Paul said, I went up by revelation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just on number one. <laughs> Change and upgrade your mentality. Evolve daily. Oh, at the beginning of the lockdown, somewhere a quarter way in the lockdown, I sent some stuff on Facebook where I said to people, ah, evolve in this lockdown that when you come out of this lockdown, people will not recognize you. Evolve. How do I evolve? Mindmatics, mindset, development of my mind. Listen to Proverbs 9 verse 12. That is one of our new... See, you must learn. You must learn, unlearn, and relearn. Learn, unlearn, relearn. Learn, unlearn, relearn. Proverbs 9 12 is becoming one of our new favorite scriptures. If thou be wise, thou be wise for thyself. If thou scornest wisdom and scornest truth and scornest the word of God, thou alone shalt bear it. He said, if you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you are not wise, if you are, you are, you are, you, you suffer the consequences. Mindset, mind shift, mindmatics. Mindset, mind shift, mindmatics. Mindset, mindset, mind shift, mindmatics. Ladies and gentlemen, Listen to Galatians chapter 2 verse 2. I went up. Paul speaking said, I went up by revelation and communicated unto that God, unto them the gospel which I preached among the Gentiles, but privately 
to them which were of reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. Look at the first line. My focus is on the first line on number one. Change and upgrade your mentality. Change and upgrade what you knew before. You need to know something new for the new that is coming. Listen. There are new things that God wants to bring into our life. New people God wants to bring into our life. New businesses God wants to open. New churches God wants to open. New people God wants to bring into our life. But listen, God is waiting for us to upgrade and be updated before he brings the new people into our life. Other than that, we will not be able to handle what is coming. You are praying for a husband. You're praying for a wife. You're praying for a perfect partner. You're praying for uh, 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 Mr. Right, Miss Right. Miss Right, Mr. Right is not coming until you change your mindset to become Miss Right and Mr. Right. If Mr. Right or Miss Right comes into your life and you haven't developed yourself to Miss Right or Mr. Right, you will kill him and you will kill her because you will not be on the same level. Paul said, I went up by revelation. Ah, I went up by revelation. I went up by revelation. You go up in life by your revelation. You go up in life by your information base. The relevant, current, pragmatic ah, information. You go up by revelation. You go up by revelation. Financially, you go up by revelation. In your business, you go up by revelation. New ideas coming into your life come by revelation. The more of the word of God you know, the more you go up. You go up by revelation. Nobody takes you up. You go up to generate enough capacity to be able to go to the next level to do what God has called you to do. You go up by the level of revelation, divine wisdom, divine ideas that you are securing from the word of God through steady, steady, steady. Ah, change, upgrade, update yourself to be able to attract the new things that you want to come into your life. This is self-development. This is, you don't wait. One gift I don't have is waiting for people. I don't have that gift. My spiritual father said, I've got zero tolerance for socialization. Zero. Zero tolerance for socialization. Zero tolerance for socializing unnecessarily and unprofitable. Zero tolerance for socializing. Zero tolerance. You heard what my twin brother said? Glory to God. There are bigger things he wants to do, so he's going to get his PhD. <laughs> and then he's going to come to London to study law. You see, listen. Your destination should determine how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. There are some people who are just a waste of time and a waste of space. Because that's one of the things we'll be coming to. If you want to stand out in life, you must choose your association based on your destination. Somebody not going where you are going is not worthy of your friendship. This is, these are hard truths. These are wisdom. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. Don't wait for people. Take charge of your life. Take charge of your life. Take, when the lockdown began, I took charge of our ministry. I took, <laughs> when the lockdown began, I Took, I'm the senior pastor and the chief servant in our ministry. I took full charge, full responsibility for the outcome of our global ministry. Take charge. Stop 
waiting, like we say in London. Stop waiting. <laughs> your destination determines your associations. Are they going where you are going? You see, you need to understand there are four stages in life. <laughs> your early years, your mid years, and your latter years, your learning years, your earning years, achieving years, your turning and yearning years, and your departure years. You, you, you haven't got time to waste. Change or upgrade your mentality. You go up by revelation. Paul said, I went up. If you want to go up, the first way to go up is by revelation. Revelation. And revelation comes on the word of God. Daniel interpreted the dream of Nebuchadnezzar and stood out in life by revelation. That he took time to download from heaven. Joseph interpreted the dream of Pharaoh and answered, listen, listen. Answer the 14, 13 year ahead problem by divine wisdom and by divine ideas. Listen, ask for divine ideas. Ask for divine wisdom. One of the ways to trigger divine wisdom and trigger divine ideas is through the word. Another way to trigger divine wisdom and divine ideas is through seed sowing. Sowing seeds. Sowing by many waters. I sowed by many waters. From the little I have, I disperse. There's he that scattereth and increaseth. There's he that withholdeth more than his meat and he tended to poverty. Galatians, uh, Genesis 8.22, it says, As long as this earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. It's your giving that makes room for you. It is your giving financially, materially, wisdom, value adding that makes room for you and makes you stand out in your field. I stand out in the area of leadership. I stand out in the area of wisdom. I stand out in the area of financial prosperity. Self-determined. Self-determined. Don't need any encouragement from anybody to upgrade my life and update my life. Don't need any WhatsApp, text, Snapchat encouragement or prayer from anybody to take full responsibility for the outcome of my life, my family, my ministry, and generations yet to come. Ladies and gentlemen, Bishop Gideon became who he became by taking full responsibility. I called his wife to check up on uh, Bishop, what, what, what was happening. And his wife, listen to what his wife said. Mama Olivia said, I'm on, I'm in the classroom. Mama Olivia, 50 year old woman, first lady, wife of my twin brother. He said, I am in the classroom. What is a 50 year old woman, wife of a successful uh, man of God? A headmistress and a principal by herself doing in the classroom at the age of 50. You are 25, you are 30, you are 35. You are, you are dressing like an old woman. You are, you are 25, you are 30, you are 40. You are, you are putting on my coolie high like an old man. The best in you is yet to come. The best in you is yet to come. The best in you is yet to come. Come on, put in that comment box. My best days are ahead of me. I ain't giving up. My best days are ahead of me. I ain't giving up. My best days are ahead of you, of me. I am not giving up. Change is not change until you change. And change begins with your mindset. 
You think poor, you become poor. You think lack, you become lack. You think shortage, you become, you experience shortage. You think giving in church will lead to poverty or somebody's after your money. That's exactly what you attract. Your best days are ahead of you. Stop giving up. Evolve, evolve, evolve. Mentality matters. It's a life is right mentality versus wrong mentality. Cruising mentality versus purpose-driven mentality. Entitlement mentality versus taking full responsibility. Listen, nobody owes you nothing. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you anything. There are people who no matter how much good you do to them, they will not reciprocate. They don't, they owe you, but they'll pretend they don't owe you. So you owe yourself the responsibility of becoming everything that God has called you to be. Stop waiting. I keep that's one of my favorite. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for people. Your best days are ahead of you, but you make it happen. You make it happen. What you think is what you become. There are people just cruising through life when they must be purpose driven. You don't, don't adopt the cruise mentality. Adopt a purpose-driven mentality, principle-driven mentality, work smart and hard work mentality. We're talking about how you stand out in life, how you stand out in life, how you stand out in life. Hard and smart work mentality versus lazy mentality, failure mentality versus success mentality, possibility mentality versus impossibility mentality. Everything has to do with mentality. That is why, number one, the very first step is change and upgrade your mentality daily. Listen to messages daily on wisdom daily. Go on maximize Google Maximizing Destiny with Bishop Michael Hattonwood 24-7, 24-7, and develop wisdom. Hang around people who are wiser than you. Hang around city, city builders in their mind, empire builders in their mind, not people who are talking about food. Nobody owes you anything. You owe yourself to become what God says you will become. I have learned by experience. There are many things you do for people. They don't reciprocate. You owe yourself the duty and responsibility to do everything you must do to become everything that God has called you to be. Stop waiting for people. Change your attitude. Number two. So number one, change or upgrade your mentality daily if you want to stand out in life. In your, Listen, you are not called to be everybody. You are not called to do what the, the next door neighbor is doing. You are called to be unique. And it's not just to be unique. You are called to be useful. You are not just supposed to be unique. You are supposed to be useful. It's not your uniqueness. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, listen. It's not your uniqueness that makes you stand out in life. It's your usefulness. You can be unique, but not be useful. It's not your unique. You are every one of us are unique. Your uniqueness alone will not bring, will not make you stand out. Bill Gates is not standing out just because he's unique. Steve Jobs or any of the other people that we we admire in life in the area of success, you are not standing out in life just because you are unique. You stand out in life because you are unique and useful with that uniqueness. Turn that uniqueness into usefulness. Usefulness. So, number two, change your attitude to life. Change your attitude to life. 
have and maintain the right attitude in life. Why is attitude so important? Attitude, your attitude is the first thing people see before anything else. Change your attitude. You have a positive attitude or negative attitude. Do you have a, a right attitude, right disposition? Change your attitude to life. Stop thinking everybody is after you. Stop thinking witches, wizards. Divine wisdom puts you above witches and wizards, magicians, astrologers, spell casters. Change your attitude to life and have and maintain the right attitude to life. Attitude has everything to do with success. Attitude. Attitude has everything to do with success, with progress, with achievement, with accomplishment, with fulfillment in life. Every time I call my twin brother, say, my twin brother, how are you all doing? God, his answer is always, God has been good to us. Oh. God has been good to us. Oh. God has been good to us. Oh. Every time I call my associate pastor, Pastor Michael uh, Johnson, every time I call him, first statement, God bless you. God bless you. God bless. Right attitude. Right attitude. Right attitude. My biological son, Pastor Michael Jr. Right attitude. Right attitude. Positive attitude. Irrespective of what they're going through. A serious or casual approach about life will lead to casualties. A serious approach to life leads to serious results. A casual approach to life leads to casualties. If you have a casual approach, whatever will be, will be. there is no such thing. There are people who say things like, time will tell. How are you doing? What are you going to become of, what's going to become of a life? Oh, <laughs> time will tell. Listen to me, listen. <laughs> Time does not tell nothing. Time that anything left to time does not change. When the lockdown began, began if I said time would tell, <laughs> we won't be on this platform because this platform was birthed at the beginning of the lockdown. There was no such thing as lunch hour with high achievers. There was no such thing as movers and shakers online. There was no such thing as money matters or kingdom thinkers or, or any other thing that we do online. There was no such thing. Time will not tell. Time does not tell nothing. Everything left to time stays the same. A casual approach to life leads to casualties. If you are casual, there are some people who are just laid back. I mean, laid back about everything. These are people you cannot do anything serious with. Very laid back in life, you know, very, very laid back, you know, whatever would be. Listen, some of us, we are pioneers. Our, our parents didn't leave us much based on what they knew. Thank God for what they did for us. We are not supposed to just leave what they left. Well, we're supposed to leave something better. To be born into a poor home is excusable. But to leave that family poor, broke, uninformed, ignorant, or like my wife would say and my son would say, ignorant. To leave that family ignorant, as ignorant, is, is inexcusable. How you left your family, you shouldn't leave your family that way. You must change, upgrade, change your attitude. Develop yourself, upgrade, do something better, leave a better legacy. And remember, you're supposed to leave a better legacy to your children and your children's children. You see, that's why you must take church very seriously. This lockdown. Get, take church very seriously. Go back to church. Learn. 
Church is the place where you get strengthened. That's where the angels gather. That's where you are. You move from strength to strength, from glory to glory. Ladies and gentlemen, everything that you and I are going to become is going to be by our decisions, the decisions that we make. Time only tells the time. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Jay. That's a good one. Time only tells you the time. Time, anything left to time stays the same. Please write that down. Anything left to time stays the same. If I left everything to time, 42 books would not be here. This morning before I came on here, I've already done a leadership seminar training another church's leaders for two hours. If we left it to time, I won't be teaching graduates. I won't be teaching another church's leaders. Anything left to time stays the same. Your vision is big. Your vision is broad. Your vision is massive. Your vision is huge. Your vision is magnanimous. Your vision is huge. Stop wasting your time. Stop waiting for time. Anything left to time stays the same. That's why the forests in our villages are still the same. Nothing has changed because anything left to time stays the same. So, ladies and gentlemen, maximize time. Maximize time. Maximize time. Maximize time. Maximize time. Time and tide waits for no man. Thank you, Nubukai. Number three, make right choices in life. Make right choices in life. Make right choices in life. We're talking about how to stand out in life. How to attract divine ideas. How to attract divine wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, make right choices in life. Choices, right choices leads to right decisions. Wrong choices leads to wrong decisions. Anything left to time stays the same. Anything left to time stays the same. Anything left to time stays the same. Time is crucial. Anything left to time by itself stays the same. And like Pastor Jay said, time only tells the time. Number three, <laughs> make the right choices in life. Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, it says, choose you this day. Joshua 24, 15, Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Deuteronomy 30, 19, Moses speaking said, I present before you life and death. And I say, choose life. The word of God is life. Wisdom is life. Divine wisdom is life. Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Life is about choices. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Life is about choices. Life is about choices. Your choices yesterday brought you where you are today. And your choices today will determine where you will be tomorrow. Choices determine decisions. Right choices lead to good decisions. Wrong choices lead to bad decisions. Every road has a destination. Wise people choose their friends based on their destination. I told you yesterday, friendship is not by force, it's by choice. Friendship is not by force. Nobody can force you to become their friend. Friendship is by choice, not by force. Choose your friends based on your destination, where you are going. You want to stand out in life, your business to stand out, your ministry to stand out, your career to stand out. Then look for people who are making decisions that makes them stand out in life. Prayer alone will not cut it. There are decisions you must make. There are choices you must make. And listen, some of the choices you must make will not be favorable to people around you, especially relatives. 
and friends that you grew up with and classmates and people who have been with you for years who don't want to make progress. You have to make that decision for yourself and for your destiny. Remember this saying, he who chooses the beginning of a road also chooses the outcome. Where you and I are in life right now, financially, relationship-wise, materially, whatever, was because of the decisions we made yesterday. If we want better, better results tomorrow, then we must change our decisions today based on our upgrade, based on our evolvement, evolving, evolve, change daily. Oh my God. I'm listening to messages on Weasel. One message, 50 messages on one MP3. And let running, running. My wife goes to bed with UCB, UCB, UCB. I go to bed with David Oyedepo, with Mike Medock, Pastor Matthew, Hudson Wood. People who will, who, who are empire builders, city builders, nation builders, not tongue talkers only. Don't just speak in tongues. Interpret those tongues in Parliament House, in the House of Congress, before the Senate in America. Glory to God. You are the one I'm talking about. You are the one I'm talking about. You are a mover and a shaker. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You are not a failure. You are not a failure. You are not a disgrace. You are not a shameful person. You are a mover and a shaker. You are a mover and a shaker. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You may not look like it yet, but you are becoming it. Somebody put in that comment box, I am becoming it. I am becoming it. I am becoming it. You are a mover and a shaker. You are the head and not the tail. Above only and not be. You are a king. You are royalty. You are a priest. Wise people choose their friends based on their destination. My twin brother called me his twin brother because our mindset, where we are going, is aiming at becoming the president of Ghana. The president of Ghana. The president of Ghana. And I'm a twin brother. So you can imagine where, what I'll be doing in my latter years. When my twin brother is a president, you can become, I'm the twin brother. What I will be doing. This is what we have. We are not here to just pastor a local church. Not four walls. No, no, no. That is the, God told me that is your headquarters. That's the beginning. You, oh. No, no, no. You are bigger than where you are. Stop walks. <laughs> Stop scratching with techies and start soaring with eagles. Stop scratching with techies. Techies move on the ground. Eagles, eagles soar on soar in the air. Stop scratching with techies and start soaring with eagles. Stop thinking thermometer mentality and start thinking thermostat mentality. Start developing thermostat mentality, not thermometer mentality. You are not just a thermometer. You are destined to be a thermostat. A thermometer measures temperature. A thermostat regulates temperature. Stop scratching with turkeys and start soaring with eagles, learning from eagles, watching messages from eagles, listening to messages from eagles. Some of us, we are developing ourselves to be lions and eagles. Eagles. We may not look like it. Don't be fooled. We may not look like it. Don't be fooled. That's why I told you, I said, don't let anybody underestimate you. Your potential, who you are capable of becoming. You are an eagle. You are not a turkey. You are a lion, not a cat. 
You are an elephant. You carry the DNA of an elephant. Lay like, lay like somebody who's an elephant. Lay like somebody who's a lion. Have the mentality of the lion. Listen, are you aware that the lion, <laughs> and still has a loving hearing this man of God, wherever he is at, is about leading people to Christ, make sure, making sure your mind and heart is focused on the word of God. Please, whoever this is for, do not take the words coming from this man of God for granted. The time is spent in bringing forth the truth. Thank you, Pastor Ennis. Glory <laughs> to God. Are you aware that the lion is not the biggest, hugest, if I can use that word. Are you aware that the lion is not the hugest, biggest lion in the jungle? That elephants and other animals are bigger in size than the lion. But the lion has this mentality. Oh, I am the king of the jungle. I'm the king of the jungle. That's <laughs> what I said. I may not look like it, but I am it in my mind. You may not look like it, but you must be it. Thinking it. Stop thinking small and start thinking big. Stop scratching with turkeys and start soaring with eagles. House of Judah is a place of raising eagles. It's a place of raising elephants. It's a place of raising giants. This platform and all our platforms is a platform for raising giants, raising lions, raising eagles, eagles, eagles. I'm speaking to you. You are the eagle I'm speaking to. You are the eagle I'm speaking to. Start thinking it, start behaving it, speaking it, and become it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Make right choices in life. The rich make themselves rich by what they do and don't do. Surprisingly, the poor make themselves poor by what they do and don't do. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, 13, the slothful man says there's a lion in the streets. See, instead of him venturing out, <laughs> he said there's a lion in the streets. If we're looking at the lockdown, COVID out there, we won't be here. We won't be on this platform. People waking up at 6 a.m. when our, our, our meeting begins at 12, wake up at 6 a.m. and join us at 7 a.m. in their nation to watch us and listen to us and take notes. You are a liar. Then number, next point, have the right approach. Let me summarize it and then we shall finish by half 12. So I've got 20 minutes to go and we'll be, we'll be finished for today. Number four, have the right approach. Write these things down. Have the right approach to life. Pastor Amponsa says, thank you so much, Bishop. House of Judah is such a blessing. And all these precious people, we never knew them before the lockdown began. But because we stepped out, stepped out by faith, stepped out by faith with wisdom, with knowledge, with understanding to add value to people, not to teach people, but to add value to people. Look at these testimonies. Thank you so much, Bishop House of Judah is such a blessing. The elephants, the hippopotamus, the hippos are large, but the lion is the king of the jungle because he thinks so. As a man thinketh, so is he. And I'm telling you, you are a lion. You are an eagle. Everyone on this platform, you are a mover and a shaker. You are a mover and a shaker. You are a mover and a shaker. Number four, have the right approach and attitude to hard work and smart work. Listen, no lazy man has a future. No lazy man has a future. No lazy man has a future. 
have the right up there are some people who have a wrong attitude and approach to hard work they think hard work <laughs> it is not hard work that wearies people it is wrong work outside purpose have the right approach and attitude to hard work and smart work see as thou a man that is diligent in his business you will not stand before mean men you will stand before no so number four write it down have the right approach and attitude to hard work and smart work smart work means working with wisdom that's why you need divine wisdom. That's what makes you more than a conqueror. That's what makes you more than a conqueror. Have the right approach. Don't see hard work as a killer or as demonic. In the beginning, God created. The first introduction we have of God is as a worker. You hear Jesus say, I must work the works of him that sent me and to finish it. The Holy Ghost is still working. Hard work does not wear people out. It's wrong work outside one's purpose that wears people out. I enjoy what I do. You wake me up at any time. I'll preach. You wake me up, up at any time. I'll tell you what I've learned. And I'll put it to practice. Hard work. Teach your children hard work. Don't let them wait for inheritance. Teach them hard work. Whatever you're going to give them, teach them how you made it so they can continue to generate the same results and better. Listen, no lazy man has a future. No lazy man as a future. And laziness is not just not getting out of bed. Laziness is missing opportunities to become better than you are today and to add value to people. Missing opportunity to tithe. Missing opportunity to give. When you have an opportunity to give in your church and you miss that opportunity, it is called laziness. You have an opportunity to tithe, to expand the kingdom, for God to bless you. When you tithe, you are not doing God a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. When you are giving, adding value, you see your gifts to bless people. You are adding value to people and to yourself. Not seizing opportunities to give or to tithe or to serve or to work or to read or to upgrade is a sign of laziness. It is not wisdom. It is not wisdom. No lazy man has a future. So have the right approach to work. So you work hard, work diligently. When you work hard, work diligently and work joyfully, your vocation becomes a vacation. This is vacation to me. <laughs> this is vacation to me. Let's finish. Number five, have a vision and pursue the vision. Have a vision and pursue the vision. There is no room for laziness in the kingdom of God as Pastor Ponsan has just put in the screen. Have a vision and maintain the vision. Have a vision and maintain the vision. Have a vision. Missing opportunities is also laziness. An opportunity to shine. An opportunity to witness. An opportunity to add to people. An opportunity to give to the poor, to the lazy, to, to the over 70s, to missions, to a church anniversary, like our anniversary tomorrow. An opportunity God is giving you to be a blessing. Don't miss it. Any opportunity you miss to be a blessing, to give, to add value, is a description is one of the descriptions of laziness. Laziness, laziness, laziness. Wonderful guys, and laziness is not in my dictionary. Glory to God. So have a vision, maintain your vision, pursue your vision, no matter what. Listen, have a vision. Do you know the vision for your life? Do you know your purpose? Have a vision. Our vision is to raise generational leaders to impact me. So anyone who comes on our platform, anyone who visits our church. We are there to raise leaders. If you want to remain a follower, you will always be backward. You will always be behind. Have a vision. Maintain your vision. Pursue your vision no matter what. Pastor Matthew Ashimolo says, Pastor Matthew Ashimolo says, we've been teaching on, have a why. Know the reason for your why. Do you have a why for your life? 
do you have a why? A why for your life is what determines the things you do. What is your why? Why do you exist? Why were you created? Why do you do what you do? Why do you go to the church you go to? Why do you do what? Why did you marry? Why did you have children? Get, have a why for your life. Have a, a why for your life gives you the meaning for the what. A why for your life explains why you do what you do to generate what you must generate. What is your vision? It determines everything. My vision is to raise generational leaders to impact nation. My vision is to eradicate ignorance in the life of anyone I come in contact with, to eradicate poverty in the life of anyone I come in contact with. So when you come in contact with me, poverty must go. If you are willing to let the poverty go. Hard work is the only way to see things through. Poverty must go. Ignorance must go. The brighter your knowledge, the brighter your revelation, the brighter your information, the brighter your life. Poverty must go. Divorce poverty. Divorce ignorance. By reading the books, get into the books, log on, look for uh, my podcast. My gentleman, my representative in Ghana sent me a message today saying, I'm adding new messages to your podcast. Go Follow Bishop Hudson Wood on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Watch our messages on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. Full of revelation, wisdom, knowledge. Get rid of ignorance in every area of your life. And then Google and listen to Maximizing Destiny with Bishop Hudson Wood. The details are scrolling at the audio podcast. You can listen to it 24-7, 24-7, 24-7, 24-7, 24-7. change your life. Have a why. I have a why for my life. I don't wait for the who. I I am moved by the why. The why. Why do I exist? Why was I born? Why was I born? What is Hatton Wood here for? My vision, like my wife just said, is very clear. Very, very clear. Very clear. Raising leaders, not followers. Raising leaders. <laughs> you want to become a leader in your field, business, science, whatever. You and I will get along oh, very, very well. But you don't want to grow. Glory to God. Glory to God. One year, one day, God came to Kenneth Copeland. Papa Kenneth Copeland. He was preaching on prosperity. Preaching at Believers Convention. Teaching them prosperity. The principles of prosperity. And they were fighting Kenneth Copeland. The believers were fighting, criticizing writing books about him. Then God came to Kenneth Copeland and said, stop preaching the word of prosperity to these people, but you practice it. Take it where they'll celebrate your gift and your message, but you keep practicing it. So he stopped preaching it to those people who are resisting the message. As at the time this story came out, Kenneth Copeland had been practicing the principles of prosperity and had given 27 private jets out, 27 ministry jets out for free. 27, he had given 27 ministry jets, I mean plane, to ministries. Have a why for your life. Have a why for your life. Have a why for your life. My twin brother has a why for his life. My wife has a wife for his life. My family has a wife for the Hattonwood family. is here to eradicate ignorance and eradicate poverty and to raise leaders.
we will not be deviated from our purpose. If you don't have a wife for your life, you go anywhere and everybody going everywhere does not arrive anywhere. Write that down and send me an offering for what I just said. <laughs> everybody going everywhere does not arrive anywhere in particular. Everybody going everywhere does not arrive at a particular place. You can't be going everywhere and arrive anywhere in particular. If you don't have a why to go anywhere, there will be no who to help you get there. Prophet Ting and other people heard of me during the lockdown and are partnered with me and introducing me to men for podcasts and this and so on and so Pastor Jay Battels. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, it's your why that determines the people you attract. Stop working with people who slow you down, sabotage. Stop working with people who are sabotage, have nothing to offer you to go where you are going. We are pioneers. I work the way I work because I'm a pioneer. The first in my, my lineage, in my legacy. What I do will determine what my children become, my children's children, my children's children. I'm a, that's why we fight the way we fight. Those who have um, inheritance, they can afford to take it easy. Some of us, we didn't have any inheritance. So we needed to dictate everything that we have become and everything that we possess. It took us 30 years to get where we are. And we have 60 more years ahead of us to make impact. It's the believers who are always fighting the principles. Kenneth Copeland was told, leave them there. 27 jets. 27 jets. 27 jets. Giving out and still prosperous. You can't beat God in giving. You can't fight people who teach about giving. Your life is about giving. You are not here to eat. You are here to give. You are on this planet to give what God has given you to add value to people for which you are rewarded. If you are not a giver, oh, <laughs> if you are not a giver, you earn 2,000 pounds, you give God 200 pounds, and your offering is 2 pounds. You are not serious. You are not serious. 2,000 pounds you get, you give God 200 pounds in tithe, and your offering is 5 pounds or 10 pounds a month. You won't stand out in life. You, you will not stand out in life because you are violating the principles of God's way. Listen. Let me tell you this. This is for free. It's not part of your tithe and offering. Listen to this one. God does not watch what you give. Everybody listen to this carefully as I begin to round up. These are secrets that we, we trade. Oh. God does not watch what you give in church. He watches what remains. God does not give. God does not watch uh, <laughs> what you give in church. Or to benevolence, God watches what is left after you give. Give you hundred percent, have ten thousand, and you give a thousand pounds in tithe, and your offering is five pounds or twenty pounds. He's watching what is left. It, it, it tells you what you prioritize. If you want to stand out in life, you're talking about the bishop Gideon who give eight hundred thousand US dollars to build a church. We're talking about some of us doing every anniversary. We don't give less than. For figures, no matter what our financial state is, stop competing and criticizing successful people. You will never get to where they are. These are truths. These are 
hard truth. You are a mover and a shaker. So we don't feed you with milk. We feed you with bread, with meat, with strong meat, with bones. Honey. Drink honey. Stop drinking milk. God does not watch what you give. He watches what remains after you give it. If nobody ever taught you that before, this platform, we don't teach. <laughs> we don't teach uh, what? Breast milk. <laughs> we teach wisdom. This is what we practice. From the day I was broke, 1989. Ah, oh, we've been practicing this since that. That's why we don't look to men. You have no, you see, if you know where my source, they said to Bishop Edepo that it was worth 150 million US dollars. He said it's an insult. I, he said me, worth 150 US, 150 million US. He said it's an insult. It's an insult to say he's worth 150 million US dollars. He said, I am worth Ephesians 320. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or imagine. I am worth Second Chronicles 25 verse 9. God is able to do much more than this. I am worth Philippians 4.19. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Not some needs. Your, money, your needs in life are not only money. You have many needs. Health needs, psychological needs, mental needs, children needs. God supplies all your needs. When you don't, you don't withhold from him. You are a mover and a shaker. <sighs> Many are walking down doing in circles because of disdain, disregard. <laughs> for spiritual prayer, listen. If you don't want to become a mover and a shaker, this is not a platform for you. If you want to remain where you are, thousand pounds a month or two thousand pounds a month. 5,000 pounds a month uh, times 12, 60,000 dollars a year. This is not your platform, but you want to go higher to build schools, build hospitals, buy banks, build a city, build empires, build cardiovascular <laughs> hospitals, uh, and all kinds of hospitals for, 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 for your neighborhood. These are the people we are talking about. Movers and shakers. Put this down, write this down as I close to let you go and get some rest. Have a vision, number five, maintain your vision. Number six, prioritize time management. Prioritize time management. Prioritize time management. Use your time profitably for profitable ventures. Write this down and I'll stop right here. Prioritize time management. Number seven, develop and maintain the right habits. I think I'm going to continue this next week. Next week, Saturday, at the same time. Because I've got a lot more to give you. How to stand out in life. So, let me finish with um, prioritize time management. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 to 11. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 11. There's a time for everything. Listen, there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. In life, oh, you are either investing time, marking time, or wasting time. In life, you're either marking time, wasting time, or investing time. And every time wasted on frivolities is destiny wasted. Write that down as I close. Every time wasted on frivolities, things that don't matter to your destiny or the person you are talking to. 
I have no wasted time in my life. Not, none whatsoever. My conversations with people are short and precise. Short and precise. If we haven't got anything profitable to talk about, short and precise. You have something to ask me, ask me. You haven't got anything to ask me, end of story. I'm about my father's business. I'm about my father's business. C.S. Dow, a man that is diligent, diligent, diligent in his business. He will not stand before ordinary men. It was my gift that got me to meet my twin brother. It's my gift that got me to meet my twin brother. First time I preached in his church, his leader said, <laughs> are you are you people twins? He said, no, we have not known each other anyway. What I preached was what he's called to preach from that day, over 13 years ago. We have remained close to now, sharpening each other, sharpening each other, sharpening each other, sharpening each other. I was saying at the leadership uh, uh, teaching school I was doing this morning to the people, I aim to come to a place where when my, listen to this as I close, and you must aim for the same in your church. I aim to come to a place where when my spiritual father or my mentors are teaching, because I'm always listening to their messages and feeding on their messages and I have their spirits. If they are teaching and they get somewhere and they stop and they say, Hartonwood, come and continue. I should be able to continue from where they left off. Every member in House of Judah, every member in any ministry, you must come to a place where you listen to your pastor's messages over and over. Because every ministry represents something. You must come to a place where when your pastor is just preaching and all of a sudden he stops and says, take over, you should be able to take over with the same notes and preach and finish the same message with the same grace. You shouldn't be a Gehazi where the rod of Elijah does not, the rod of Elisha does not work in your hand because your heart is wrong towards your leader. Elisha was full of power, power, raising the dead, healing the sick, all manner of crazy things. Gehazi, his associates could not flow in the same oil because his heart was wrong towards his leader. He was full of greed and competition. You must be able to, you must be able to take over from where, and you can't take over from where your pastor is preaching and has stopped. If you don't read his books, don't listen to his messages. No, no, you put yourself to shame. You put yourself to shame. You must listen to your bishops and your pastors and general overseers message more than anybody else. That is how you catch their spirit to succeed the way they succeed and do the things that they do. I listen to my twin brother's message. He listens to my message. We follow each other. And that of our fathers and mentors. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to catch it. <laughs> it is not transferable. It is cultivatable. The spirit anointing we walk in. Look, if you are going to follow leaders like us, you must be a hard follower. Like Psalm 63 verse 8, David said, My soul followeth hard after thee. If you are going to follow a successful leader, a successful leader, if you are going to follow a successful leader, you must, your soul must follow. Find the person God has knit your heart to and stay there. Stay there. Through thick and thin. Stay there. I stick with my father like glue. I stick with my mentors like glue. You, you, you. The day you come between us, that's the day you and me, our relationship ends. End of story. No compromise. None whatsoever. That's the attitude you must adopt. That's how you stand out in life. And that's how you begin to walk in the graces. This wisdom is not transferable. 
is cultivatable. So, have the right relationship with your leader, with your bishop, with your pastor, with your ministry, with your business, with your CEO. It works everywhere with your father, with your biological mother, your spiritual father, whatever you call him. David said, my soul followed hard. 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 Where I stop, you must continue. Based on what the things I know that you know. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. So when you follow hard after Jesus, follow hard after divine wisdom, follow hard after divine ideas, follow hard after your leader, follow hard on this platform every Saturday 12 to 1 p.m. When you follow hard, God's right hand upholds you and makes you stand out in life. Oh, stretch your hands. Let me pray for you right now. That shall be your story. That shall be your story. That shall be your story. Stretch your hands towards the screen and tap into this anointing that is flowing on this platform. My God, my God, my God. Receive the same grace at work in my twin brother. The same grace at work in my life. The same grace that has brought house of Judah where it is taking us where we ought to be. The same grace that is lifted Hattonwood Global. That is lifted Michael Hattonwood Ministries. The same grace that is lifted Lanchawa with high achievers. Lifted movers and shakers. Receive the same grace. Receive the same grace. Receive the same grace. Receive the same grace. Grace to have the right relationship with your pastors, with your leaders is key to walking where they are walking. They don't need what you have. You need what they need. They have. Your leader does not need what you have. You need what they carry. Your leader does not need what you carry. You need what they carry. Receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Parata. Put your hand on your head. Let me release the spirit of impartation of wisdom and divine ideas. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I join forces with my twin brother right now and we release this grace of divine wisdom, divine ideas, incubation, matoki farita, invention and innovation. We release it upon your life in the precious name of Jesus. From this day, as you go to church, May you be conversant of what you have heard. May you be mindful of what you have heard. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. You are wise for yourself. Your leader does not need what you have. The lesser is blessed by the greater. It's not the other way around. Oil does not flow from members upward. Oil flows from the top downward. Hebrews 7 verse 7. Oil does not flow upward. Oil on the man of God or woman of God flows from the top downward when you submit to the anointing and submit to their leadership. We are releasing this grace of wisdom and divine ideas. Pastor Enes Taylor says, brothers, this is one of the ways to you to your fire going. The word says, iron sharpens iron. Connecting to this fire on the man of God, you cannot go wrong. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Everybody put the clap icon on the screen. Let's give Jesus a big clap offering, everybody, as we close. Let's give Jesus a big clap offering. Everybody, let's give Jesus a big clap offering for the anointing, for the oil, for the anointing, for the oil. 
and the spirit of wisdom that has been released upon your life to attract divine ideas.